Hello, this is uh, Go and See and Listen. This is a companion podcast to uh, Soup Review's new album, Go and See. I'm uh, Chris Delamere, I'm one half of uh, Soup Review. In the back of the car, we've got Mario. Hi, uh, how's it going? Uh, and then driving, we've got Mr. Zach Barfoot. Evening. <laughs> um, we are travelling in the car uh, across the Pennines back to Sheffield from the first gig of our tour promoting the new record. Uh, we just played at Grub in Manchester. Uh, and we're making our way home to over the over the hills. We're not going to be able to see much of the view because it's dark. It's barely dark though. The sky is still quite blue, and it's six minutes past eleven. Like, I mean, I guess the solstice was yesterday. So uh, yes, this is the second longest guys, day of the year. Did you guys do anything for the solstice? No. Should we have? I, I don't know. People work. people do stuff for it, don't they? What did you do? Uh, no, nothing. nothing. <laughs> what did I do? Uh, um, I mean, I'm, I love the idea of doing something for it. It's nice to be outside on a, a night like this, isn't it? it? You're right. It's still a little bit blue, isn't it? Yeah. It's not fully, fully dark. Anyway, we're, we're travelling home to Sheffield. Um, today we're discussing the song uh, Chesil Beach, third song on, on our album. Um, go and see, go and listen. Go and see, go and listen. That's the tagline that uh, Zach has gifted to us this evening. Mm-hmm. Uh, any particular thoughts and feelings um, as per uh, Chesil Beach, Zach? I love, I love the harmonies. Yeah. It's one of the few songs on the album where you're not playing anything as well, actually. Yeah. Um, this is primarily um, a Mario song, so maybe I'll hand over the microphone to him and he can Tell you tell you stuff about it. Should I do just a little um, Chesil Beach fact file for you? <coughs> um, wrote it after performing another song that was similar, Condor Ferry Pen, which was about uh, the how the um, the cross channel ferry stopped running out of uh, Weymouth and how my granddad used to work on it and a funny story related to that that I really liked and performs like twice because it's like 10 minutes long and it's just me singing that's like that's challenging to yeah I like it a lot but but there's no harmonies in it I would like it if we could maybe chop a few bits out of it, figure out some harmonies, and maybe use it for something. Yeah. Because it, I like I've got, it. I've got a question, guys. Yeah. You know when it comes to songs like Chesil Beach, and then yes, uh, an obvious kind of folk influence. Oh yeah. I'd like uh, if if you could if you could uh, explain to me a bit more about your influences when it comes to. Uh, vocal based folk music well so I think I can answer this pretty firmly for both of us Uh, the Richard Dawson album uh, The Glass Trunk really turned us on to um, to the just how like amazing acapella ballads are as a form 
would, would you say that is correct, Chris? Uh, I would 100% agree. I remember listening to a poor old horse oh in, a, in, a, in a Morrison's in, uh, in Broomhill. And I was picking out... In Broomhill in a <laughs> Morrison's. I was picking out some pop. Couldn't pick, couldn't pick which pop I was having for the night. Uh, and then just, just, you know, when you're listening to a new album for the first time, and then suddenly you're like, oh no, wait, wait, what is this? What am I listening to? Mm, and just being yeah. like, what is this? Yeah. And it, fee- feeling the earth shift underneath me, and being like, oh, I, I need to look into this. Yeah. And uh, I think it's been with us ever since, hasn't it? Yeah. I. We, we both um, started listening to the album at about the same time because I remember mm. I saw Richard Dawson performing at Lysing Polyphonic doing his acapella ballads and I remember saying to Chris do you know this guy Richard Dawson and Chris was like I've just started listening to him yeah because then we I remember you were saying looking into his influences with that and it was like the Watersons and listening oh, to bits of Watersons are amazing. Yeah. Like, uh, and I think adjacent to the Watersons, I, maybe I'm thinking of the Watersons, but there's like really old recordings of like four men singing about farming and stuff like that. Yeah. I think maybe I'm sharing my ignorance a bit. But, um, I'd say I remember well, for me, there's the, uh, there's the Sheffield uh, Carols. Um, that I'm a big fan of. Um, Sheffield's got quite a rich history of like pub songs, right? Yeah, like yeah. Pub yeah, yeah. So there's those which I really like, uh, and definitely, definitely, I think when I've heard Richard Dawson and Bo, uh, and thought about them in the context of those Sheffield carols, I was like, oh, there's someone doing something like that, but new. Yeah, modern. Yeah, and. Um, and then also my dad is a is a Morris dancer oh, in okay. Sheffield City Morris, and they do a lot of sort of singing features as long as, as well as doing their dancing. They'll do some songs. We I played um, the. Um, I think the tune. So Mario wrote the words. I wrote the tune. Um, I think the tune's influenced by the Jolly Grinder a little bit. Oh. You know that one, Mario? I do know that one, yeah. I can't actually remember what the tune goes like right now. Um, but it's quite similar to the... It's like one of them, isn't it? Yeah. So, that, so there you go. Um, the other, the people who I really got on... The people who I really got into as well, after listening to Richard Dawson, were... Anne Briggs? You listen to that Anne Briggs album where... She's walking her dog on the cover. It's very, very good. It's like there's there are some really beautiful a cappella performances on it. And just like performances with pretty minimal backing, uh, where she sings in this incredibly clear, kind of pure tone. And oh it's just really breathtaking that, that album. There's a a version of Willie of the Winsbury on it, which I was like, yeah, this is like one of my faves. This is beautiful. There is something about uh, sing, just singing, yeah, uh, 
unadorned that uh, feels very vulnerable and it feels like you're communicating properly yeah in a way that I, I never truly feel I, you can get moments when you're playing the guitar and trying to say words and trying to do a tune at the same time there's a lot, a lot of your brain occupied at that point when we, we were saying about this earlier weren't we feels, it feels real in yeah. the moment it feels um, I think you like uh, I was really pleased that we uh, I was really pleased that you um, got all the what am I saying I was really pleased that you wrote really lovely harmonies for it because um, I was kind of aware that that's what I wanted it to be like because I felt like uh, there's something a bit too I, I don't know I, I feel very very strong singing in harmony with you but if I was to try and do that by myself I think my voice would be way too sort of fragile and faltering to, to, to carry it properly but like um, and yeah. No, it feels good to. I think um, we do complement each other well. This is an unusual one because it feels like we both throw each other into the the upper and lower registers that we're not comfortable with. So you're singing high, mm. I'm singing low, and actually it would be probably better for both of us if we were the other way around. Yeah. Um, but it kind of forces us to. I think it probably is part of that vulnerability again. It forces us yeah. to really concentrate on what we're doing. Um, and I did. I was really happy with the doing the harmonies in such a way where there are bits where we're singing the same tune, and then I drop away and you go mm. up. And I like all those where it's like we join together, then we move away, and then on the last line, I'm doing the higher harmony and you're doing the lower one. And it make, gives it a lot more variation rather than just. Uh, mm doing a straight through you know doing thirds over the top yeah because that's kind of that's kind of uninteresting yeah I like what we got to yeah I'm really I really like it really pleased a second ago as well um, not not necessarily um, an influence I was aware of when we did it but someone pointed it out after uh, Parasite by um, Garden Centre oh yeah so it has a similar sort of vibe to it I think um I were I really like singing in a group as well and yeah. doing a lot of mainly vocal things and I think that's why uh, Richard Dawson's kind of approach to to those ballads really was like wow because when I saw him at um, at Wysing Polyphonic I was there performing with um, Jenny Moore's uh, choir Jenny Moore's Mystic Business where we were doing loads of stuff that was like primarily vocals with some percussion uh, and I'm kind of um, interested in just really like hearing a lot of voices or like so primarily voices performing a cappella stuff yeah or like um, performing in a large group with drums and um, sort of quite quite minimal but quite loud drums well I think there were two drum kits okay. uh, I say minimal that's not really right but like it feels like just having drums is like quite uh, quite bold, isn't it? It's quite like we got the drums and a load of voices. So there was a lot of singing in harmony. Um, it's an 
incredibly exhilarating feeling, I find. When uh, there was another gig with um, Jenny Moore's Mystic Business, where we did a cover of a Meredith Monk tune, which is, was like a chant, where we were all chanting. So there were, I think we were kind of broken up into groups where we did variations on this chant where we were all chanting panda, panda, panda. And then someone would be like, panda, da, pa, panda, da, pa, panda, da. And someone else would be like, something like a slight variation on it. Uh, and every now and then, uh, Jenny was like saying, uh, encouraging everyone, if they wanted to, to step backwards out of um, this circle we were singing in and do this noise that is kind of like, she described it as Meredith Monk's goat noise, where you just kind of like scream in this like sort of whinnying way. And a bunch of other people were doing it and I was like, I'm not brave enough for this. But when we were performing, I was like, I'm fucking going for it. I'm doing the goat, I'm going full goat. And I stepped back and just went like, did this horrible noise that, <clears throat> it was a bit like, <laughs> I think you might have to go for another take with the microphone much further away. I just pop it away. <laughs> That's not what it was really like. I'm just It was kind of like that but louder. It's like screamy. No. I know we are like it's a bit American werewolf in London, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, on the moors, yeah. Also, it's a really good way of just making sure I'm like making an obnoxious noise directly in Zach's ear while he's driving. Um, oh yeah, my puppet. Anyway, that was a really exhilarating thing to do. That that goat noise. I forget if that is relevant to what we were talking about, but I feel like yeah, yeah, cool, yeah. Yeah, I really love it too. Um, it's certainly my favourite to perform at the moment. Um, I, talking of performing, we just played a gig in Manchester. Yes. Uh, didn't we have just such a jolly time? <laughs> it was fantastic. It was great. We saw Jane Edwards. And simply thousands of other people. <laughs> yeah. So a lot of people come to the bar yeah, to yeah. buy a drink. Really interesting. Boy, boy, did they all want cocktails? Yeah. <laughs> a really good, <laughs> a really good skill is that thing of like not being put off by that kind of thing, isn't it? Like yeah. that's a difficult one to. That is, it's really difficult to do that. So it's like oh. there's a couple of moments where I noticed someone at the bar. Um, he wanted to hear the noise. Like there's a break in the song. And I paused, and he looked at me like... You were staring at him, weren't you? I was staring at him because I was like, I'm going to hold this off for as long as possible. You're waiting for me to play again so you can talk loudly over me again. <laughs> so I'm just going to hold this as long as possible. Yeah. I, I think there was like a couple that were possibly on like a first date or something. Oh, really? So, I don't know. This conversation was like... Yeah, back in London, I was going to gigs all the time. I like, really <laughs> But now I'm in Manchester, I just talk <laughs> through them. Yeah, fucking hell. I had to move out of London because I <laughs> decided I was a general menace to, to gigs. Uh, we 
we had a good time though. We did have a good time. When we were singing Chesil Beach, some some guys were just like absolutely confused by what we were doing because it was just like. It didn't help that they entered the room between verses. There is absolutely no noise between the verses. We're just taking an intake of breath and then they walk in (laughs) spread out endlessly before us. And, um, yeah. Still didn't stop them talking last (laughs) night. No. But it is what it is. Um, We're at Leeds tomorrow. Yeah, Leeds tomorrow. We're looking forward to. Well, yeah. Ironically, now we're discussing a uh, a song uh, with just voices. Tomorrow in these, we're actually playing at Northern Guitars. Like the yeah. Say that again. So we're talking about oh, it's actually nice just doing the song with just your voices. Oh. But the oh, venue oh, tomorrow is called Northern we Guitars. I'm sorry. I'm very tired. To be, I don't. Should we ask uh, Zach any more appropriate for some Oh, yeah. Um, what it was like working with us and uh, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, but let's... Uh, I'm going to try and think of a really good question. Oh, Zach, uh, what did you think about the Cacio e Pepe we had that lunchtime? Oh, yeah, I was going to mention... If you were going to ask me about that recording session, that's probably the thing um, I remember the most. <laughs> I've since tried to make Cacio Pepe and it's um, quite, it's got its challenges, hasn't it? It, it is a challenge to make because yeah. I've tried to make it recently and I did, it wasn't as good at all. Yeah. You uh, want it loose but not gluey. Yeah, it's, the, it's adding the cheese in mm. the right way with yeah. the starchy pasta water. Mm. But I watched a French guy do it and I couldn't understand what he was talking about. But after watching that video, I made one that was banging. Oh, okay. Uh, so I just watched him, and I think it's a lot of tossing the pan right. whilst you're adding your cheese. Mm. Uh, yeah. Uh, Movement, I think, is key. Yeah. I will also say that toasting the peppercorns before you grind them really brings out the kind of fragrance of it. And you know when you, you get a flavour, which is like... It's one of those dishes where there are so few things when you really bring out like a certain note of the flavour or something yeah. it just feels like it, it's got so much complexity to it it's just like magic like well that's where I think Italian cooking really like yeah absolutely yeah it's like simplicity simplicity like, and care and <laughs> just like you know knowing how, yeah, respecting your ingredients, just knowing what you're <laughs> not messing about too much. Um, what else am I going to ask? Uh, apart from that, it was an absolute pleasure recording you guys. Aww, I think yeah. how many tracks, how many songs did we track in two days? I think we did about like 20, 22 tracks. 22 is what I remember, yeah. yeah. I, and I don't think I've ever done as many tracks in, in a short amount of time before. Yeah. It was great, it was just like, oh. oh that one's done. On to yeah. the next. Oh, yeah, we had a great yeah. time. I mean, there's probably songs on there that we've actually forgotten about. Like, I yeah. don't even know what they are. Okay. 22's a lot, isn't it? Remember? Do you remember 
Do you remember Big Norman's Coca-Cola accident? What? Do you remember Big Norman's Coca-Cola accident, that song we drank? No. No? <laughs> Big Norman's Coca-Cola accident? Yeah. What Do you remember that? Big Norman? No. Here comes Big Norman, he's very tall. He's spilled his Coca-Cola all over the wall. Come on, you remember. Alright, well what about, what about, um, what about, uh, what? <laughs> what about Tarmac Dreams? Mario, you, you had me, you had me in the first half. <laughs> Tarmac Dreams. Tarmac Dreams, yeah. I want to know more about Norman. Oh, Big Norman's going co accident. It's basically, he's, <laughs> <laughs> he's a guy called Norman, he's really tall. So his friends sort of, um, call him Big Norman and he's sort of not super pleased about it uh, and it, it, one of his friends says something to him and he throws a coca-cola at his friend but nobody kind of notices that he throws it and he's embarrassed about having been so angry about it so he says it was an accident and he spilled it and this is a real song this is a real song that we tracked that we tracked we tracked that <laughs> what are you talking about I'm really sorry. The line between what is a joke and what is just me talking nonsense. I feel like Alice deals with this a lot. Yeah. Like where I think something's really funny and if she has to tell me that it's not and I need to stop. I guess the context for a joke like that flying is the fact that inside your head you know it's not true. But that context isn't available to any of us. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but that still makes it like a prank, though. Because then you'd be like, "I'm just being a cheeky little prankster." You know, you know, you know who you get that off. Who? Lloyd. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to be fair, that was a textbook Lloyd joke, down to the idea of it being called Big Norman's Coca-Cola accident. Is when Lloyd does it, you can see. You can see his little glint in his eye, and I didn't. Because it's dark and you're in the back seat. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Much but it kind of hangs on that. Yeah. He gets a little, little gurgle in his voice, doesn't he? <laughs> like, you know how he has. Also, he has like a, a kind of stable of characters he brings out, like, um, like Bernard Freecum, which is, <laughs> <laughs> which is where he stands at the crack in my bedroom door and does. The most horrible sort of <laughs> like a ghost, and I think Bernard is a ghost. Or and this I, is a character that Lloyd he plays does it all the time. Bernard He'll stand in the crack of the door and breathe really heavily until he's sure that I know he's there, and then he'll start saying something horrible in that voice. And you thought this guy needs to release our next record? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think it's a good bit. I like it. Sometimes it's a bit. It's a bit of a strong name. Yeah, it's very strong. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, do you think we? There's no more to add, really. There's there? not really. Yeah. Mike Chesley Beach, good song. Yeah, we like good. that. He's a good boy. Thank you. Really love the Dorset Coast. Really like singing about the Dorset Coast. Thanks for asking me to play these gigs. Oh, and thank yeah, you for thank asking you for me to record your album. Thank you for doing it. You did a really good job. It's been a treat. Yeah.
Hey, yeah, we'd recommend you. Yeah. Definitely. Who well, else? I guess we're I gonna. Think you need to reach me. You can find me on my website. What yeah. is it? Uh, I'm gonna build one actually. All <laughs> oh, right. Have you got any ideas what you'll go for with the URL? Yeah, yeah. If you could guess the just URL like the from here. Part. It's probably going to be like. Oh no! I bought a domain name. Go on. Oh yeah. Uh, Zach Bamford Audio. That's very com. sensible. Dot com. Dot com. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Of course. So. That's Z A C B A R F O O T A U D I O dot com. Heard it here first, folks. So, yeah, you can get Zach at bigzacksaudioaccident.com. <laughs> um, no, ZachBartholeAudio.com. And uh, we're playing tomorrow in Leeds, but that information is probably not very helpful to you. Um, I, then... know, I might get it up by tomorrow. Oh, really? Yeah, I might try. Okay, so Thursday 22nd... 23rd. 22nd today. I'm looking at the day, it's right in front of me. I don't know why I said it. Uh, Tomorrow is the 23rd. Thursday, 23rd. Leeds. Northern Guitars. 8 uh, o'clock. The Sundrift, yeah. Yeah. My pick was uh, Daylight. Thank you. It was the song I liked. And the other one, Lights On. Yeah, something like Very that. Very much the same sort of concept as Daylight as the <laughs> song title. Yeah. I would say that you're probably more likely to put lights on in the night time, Chris. Correct, correct, correct. Yeah, you um, I really, really love Rain Song. I think that's a beautiful, oh. beautiful little tune. Thank you. Beautiful you can song. Go check out Sundrift. Sundrift. On Spotify and uh, Bandcamp and wherever. Um, Don't forget to, to listen to our album, Go and See, which is available uh, everywhere. Not everywhere, but that's the thing people say. It is not available on Neil Young's Toblerone iPod. It's certainly not available on Neil Young's Toblerone iPod. Well, I hope you've been... Yeah, Pomo. Pomo player. It's really high audio quality. Yeah, we kind of never took off, did it? To put, he wanted to put wabs on it because he he saw a lot of wabs on the beach. <laughs> uh, we could be here all night. We could that. be here all night. Um, um, there hasn't been a view to enjoy. We've enjoyed the pitch black darkness. It's been really lovely and atmospheric though. It has been like going through the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. The only murder we've done is audio murder of this podcast. Um, I've well, just a trio of a trio of mud plants. You've never seen. You've oh never seen God. a McDonald's freak out so much yeah. from a, a triplicate order <laughs> of yeah. vegan mud plant burgers. Man, tell you what, they were good though, weren't they? What was that guy called who kept dropping? He was called Ryland. Ryland, yeah. Um, He was having a nightmare. It was not his day, was it? Bless him. Nightmare shift. Everyone, everyone. Everyone was just shouting at him. Yeah. He did make a fair few errors to be. To be fair. I want to know who did the salt on the chips. Yeah. Yeah. No salt on the chips at this Mackey's. It was.
poor all round, but actually it was much needed. Yeah. We got a McDonald's on the way back. We got a McDonald's and make plan on the I think Probably, hey, we also ate one last thing. Go on. Ate a really beautiful loaf of bread that Zach made. Real bang on oh, yeah. loaf of sourdough bread. The texture, mwah. <laughs> Bellissimo. <laughs> Molto buono. Uh, oh, grazie. Yeah. Going to give the player back to Chris so so he can turn it off. Cheers. Good night. Thank you and good night.